0: war rages on the Jutland peninsula. Rows upon rows of soldiers fire at each other as the war for Schleswig and Holstein rages on. German, Austrian, and Danish soldiers fire not only bullets but also insults across the war-torn fields. Why is this happening? What sense of events caused this to happen? Let's rewind a bit and go over this forgotten topic of history. The Schleswig-Holstein Wars. Hi, this is Lars Klosek, and welcome to History Forgotten. In 1813, a form of faction was set up in Central Europe called the German Confederation. This was a massive conglomeration of all the culturally German states, Within this confederation, there were some major players in European politics, such as Prussia and parts of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. A nation that bordered this confederation was Denmark, a country that had existed over hundreds of years to the north as a neighbor to the Germanic peoples. Between Denmark and the German confederation were the two small duchies of Schleswig and Holstein. In the 1800s, as nationalism rose in Europe, Danish and German nationalists disagreed on what should happen to the Duchies. Danish nationalists believed that Schleswig should be incorporated into Denmark and Holstein should be completely detached. In contrast, German nationalists wanted both Schleswig and Holstein to remain attached, and both should be fully integrated into the German Confederation. When Frederick was Seventh ascended to the throne, he promised a constitution that would recognize the duchies and Denmark as autonomous bodies in one solid governmental structure. While this sounds good on the surface, German sympathy ran rampant in the duchies, which acquired a response to the constitution, a requesting admission to the German confederation as one solidified state instead of two separate duchies. As the revolutions in Germany in 1848 rose, the duchies rebelled against the Danish crown. In March, the city of Kiel proclaimed a provisional government and continued the attempt to join the German Confederation. Three days later, a new constitution was introduced, bringing Schleswig closer to Denmark than Holstein, its brother. Danish troops entered Schleswig to ensure, ensure this transition, however, they were pushed out by Prussian forces who had decided to support the duchies in their push for independence. The Prussian troops advanced far into legally Danish land, and then retreated in June. That August, a truce was signed that would last until March of the following year, 1849. Once the truce was over, Prussian forces continued to advance far into Danish land. Under pressure from the future nations of the Entente, the Prussians signed a peace treaty. The peace was finalized in 1850, however, rebellions in the duchies continued until 1852. In 1852, a treaty was signed that declared the integrity of Denmark to be a permanent element in all of European politics. As Otto von Bismarck rose to power in 1862 as the Iron Chancellor, Danish nationalism was on the rise again, and the question of Schleswig-Holstein was still up in the air. Ideas of Scandinavianism were also on the rise as a front against Germany. A decree was passed in March of 1863 that confirmed Holstein's separation from Schleswig and for the monarchy to be wholly valid in Denmark and Schleswig, but subject to veto within Holstein. The German Confederation asked for the repeal of this decree as it was seen as discrimination against Holsteinians, but this repeal was denied. England began to warn that they would defend Denmark against any German invasion, should it happen. Meanwhile, Prussia and Austria were in a major power struggle to see who would lead the German Confederation into the future. Upon the death of King Frederick VII of Denmark, King Christian X, IX was, con- was crowned king, and the Duchies, a prince in Schleswig-Holstein, had just been named Duke of both Duchies. This duke was Prince Frederick of Augustenburg, most of the German princes recognized his rule of an independent state of the Duchies. Prussia and Austria told the Confederation to ignore the Treaty of London if Danes did not make good on their promise to give the Duchies regional assemblies. When this promise was not fulfilled, Federal troops entered Holstein, and the Second War for Schleswig and Holstein had begun. Prussia and Austria signed a new alliance to help the invasion of all of Denmark, which was unusual for them, having an intense rivalry. After a two-week siege at Dübel, on April 18th the city fell, a decisive victory for the Prussians. However, their conquest was halted when they began the attempts of attacking the Danish Isles. Before the Austro-Prussians could realize their complete goals, they were met with a European Conference. During this conference, the Germans advocated for both the Duchy's independence and a personal union between Denmark and the Duchies, which were both promptly refused by the Danes. During the negotiations, Danish integrity was tactically abandoned by all involved, which led the Danes to reject every proposal out of self respect. A new stint of fighting after the failure of the conference left all of Jutland in Austro-Prussian hands, and the end of the war with the the joint annexation annexation of the Duchies by Austria and Prussia, not only were the Duchies annexed, but much legally Danish land as well. The Austrian and Prussian disagreements over the peace treaties with Denmark later led to the Seven Weeks War, ending in a decisive victory for the Prussians and their complete annexation of their stolen Danish land and both duchies. Prussia and Austria sign a new alliance to help the invasion of all of Denmark, which was unusual for them, having an intense rivalry. After a two-week siege at Dübel, On April 18th, the city fell, a decisive victory for the Prussians, however their conquest was halted when they began the attempts of attacking the Danish Isles. Before the Austro-Prussians could realize their complete goals, they were met with a European Conference. During this conference, the Germans advocated for both the Duchy's independence and a personal union between Denmark and the Duchies, which were both promptly refused by the Danes. During the negotiations, Danish integrity was tactically abandoned by all involved, which led the Danes to reject every proposal out of self-respect. A new stint of fighting after the failure of the conference left all of Jutland in Austro-Prussian hands, and the end of the war with the the joint annexation annexation of the duchies by Austria and Prussia, Not only were the duchies annexed, but much legally Danish land as well. The Austrian and Prussian disagreements over the peace treaties with Denmark later led to the Seven Weeks War, ending in a decisive victory for the Prussians and their complete annexation of their stolen Danish land and both duchies. The Schleswig-Holstein Wars are significantly remembered in Denmark, as they mark the end of the Danes' use of wars, a political bargaining tool, and the beginning of the rise of the German Empire. These wars would later have effects in World War I, as it helped unify Germany and contributed to the building tension in Europe, which led to the first major global conflict that involved the unified Germany. If these conflicts had never happened, and Prussia had never annexed the two duchies, Germany may never have unified, and there may never have been both world War War, World wars. Thank you for listening. I am again Lars Klosek, and this has been History Forgotten.